Welcome to the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Joe Sabula, Byron Godfrey, and Bobby Maximus. Today's episode is sponsored by 10,000. Go to 10,000.cc, use the code Maximus15 for a discount. Get yourself some shorts, some tops. I think it's the best athletic apparel on the market. Also, head over to lalo.com, L-A-L-O.com. Use the code Maximus50 for a big-ass discount on your shoes, half price. I get the Maximus shoe personally. I'm not biased on that at all. Just think it's the best one. But uh, all these shoes are great. Byron, Before, just before we get into our topics today, Joe and I know it is a very important day for you. It's a huge day in your life and your career. So happy Canada Day, my man. And he had he had to text me ahead of time. He's like, he calls me up. He's like, guess what we're gonna do? I'm like, we're gonna give Byron shit today about his opening. Yeah. Byron, let's let's face it, you love Canada. I do what what's the, I asked you never answered my question. What's the Canada? You love Canada. <laughs> So, so a couple things. You love me. I'm your favorite trainer of all time. Your life mentor. I pulled you out of the gutter and saved your life on numerous occasions. You love musical artists like Drake. And three, the national color of Canada is red. Remind me what color your blood is, Byron. What color do you bleed? Just like the great nation of Canada. Three things that prove you love Canada. And I just want to ask you, When you decided misfit strength and conditioning has been uh, a pillar of the strength and conditioning community in Houston for, I mean, I I think you opened it in 1987, so a lot of fucking years now (laughs) you've been in this game. What made you way back when open this on July 1st, Canada Day? That cannot be a a coincidence. (laughs) That was the day it was available by the uh, the, the owner of the building. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted it. I wanted it that bad, you know. And it just so happens to be Canada Day. You know, nope. and we we do know the Houstonians they have a love affair with Drake. What Canada. makes you think you know? Who told you this? Drake's big in Houston. He always sings about it. Drake has an affinity for Houston. I don't mean Houston got an affinity for Drake. I, I, I think, I think. Why do we have this conversation every week? Yeah, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. Because it's comedy, Byron. That's why. A couple, a couple of years ago, Byron, a couple of years ago, at the American uh, Music Awards, Drake, Justin Bieber, and The Weeknd had more nominations at the American Music Awards than every other artist combined. Americans love Canadians. Let's face it. That's because Canadians are, Canadians are commercial. Down south, we you know we just keep it to ourselves, man. You didn't say about that. But I, before we get too far into this podcast, I have something special for Bobby today because he's. I knew it was uh, Canada Day. Um, I know he's from the fabled Canada's, long thought to be inhabitable by evolved man. Um, but I have got here a twenty question quiz about Canada, and I want to see how Bobby does on this. So I think oh, we should shit. we should hit through this. So. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Now, now, Bobby, I'm ready. If you need to phone a friend, Byron is available. All right. Canada's hey, birthday. This is this is the first one. Canada's birthday is on what date? July the 1st. Yeah, okay. So we got that one right. Next question. The population of Canada in 2015 was almost A, 16 million, B, 26 million, or C, 36 million? 
Uh, I kind of didn't hear the first two, but I'm pretty sure it's 36 million. Correct. Next question. What is the capital of Canada? How is that a country with 36 million people? That's what I'm saying, Byron, but that's, let's, let's that's carry like on. That's like a territory, dude. Like, go <laughs> Ottawa. Ottawa. He gets it correct. All right. Um, what are Canada's official languages? French and English. Correct. All right. So you're, you're four for four so far. What is the largest city in Canada? Toronto. Correct. Number six, how many provinces does Canada have? There's 10 provinces and now three territories. It was two, but there's a third one that's been added. What are the three territories? Uh, the Yukon. Mm-hmm. We've got, we've got the Yukon, the Northwest Territories, and then we got none of it. None of it. Let's see. Correct. You're batting a thousand so far. What is Byron, the I'm smallest? On the Canadian what, what is the smallest province in Canada? Prince Edward Island. Yep, I knew that one. Uh, that's easy. Everybody knows that. Uh, which is the only province in Canada with a majority of French speakers? Quebec. Yeah, that's another easy one. Uh, what is the leader of Canada known as? The Prime Minister. That is correct. Now, I just I just want to also tell you there is a royal lineage in Canada. I am technically the prince of <laughs> the nation of Canada, but it's just like it's it's a it's the a non formal of Canadian formal title. It's just it's been handed down through the years, and that's me. All right, um, all right. This this one is multiple choice. Who yeah. is the current prime minister of Canada? Is it Pierre Trudeau, Justin Trudeau, Wayne Gretzky, or Stephen Harper? So there's two answers that are correct. Uh, technically, it's Justin Trudeau, but the answer is always Wayne Gretzky whenever there's a question involving Canada. That is correct. Now, what is the province of Prince Edward Island famous for? Is it A, Anne of Green Gables, B, Big Potatoes, C, Beaches with Red Sand, D, All of the Above, or E, None of the Above? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's all of the above, but we're going to go with... Uh, it's, it's all the above, I think, but potatoes are really what Canadians think of when they look at PEI. That is correct. Byron, I'm murdering this. I am an educated man. We're, 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 we're 13 questions in. Let's see here. The first inhabitants of Canada were the... Do you need first multiple choice on this? Vikings, Whoa. natives, French, or English? Well, obviously it was the, the, the natives, but the Vikings were the next one in, and they came in the 1200s and founded a settlement in uh, Newfoundland called Lanceau Meadows. And then the French and English, that's kind of up to, de uh, to debate who came first, but it's the French. Okay. Do you know the name of the first Vikings to land in Canada? Minnesota. Yeah. Leif Erikson and Eric <laughs> the Red. I'm a direct lineage of those men. Eric the Red was his title. His official last name was actually McDonald. I don't know if you didn't know that. Yes, I did. I'm a, I'm a Viking warrior, Byron. That's why if you ever look at me and you're like, damn, that guy has nice muscles and crystal blue eyes. That's why. Well, guess what I don't do? Stare at my muscles. Look at you and think, look at you, look at you and think about muscles and crystal clear blue eyes. That's, that is not. You've, you've never looked at me and said, God, man, that, that okay. guy's eyes are hypnotizing. I better this, look at the ground. This, this is going to be a tough would, question for you. My life on that one. This one is going to be tough. You really have to dig for this. What is the third most commonly spoken language in Canada? 
Ooh, the third most commonly spoken? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm, I'm actually going to say Indian. Incorrect. It is Chinese. Oh, it was one of the two. Uh, Toronto has an enormous Indian population. Vancouver has enormous Chinese population. Yeah, I was huge. Very huge. Uh, let's see. Next question. I knew that answer. I just didn't want to. Uh, that was back. too easy. Which animal is a symbol of Canada? The beaver. Yeah, you got that one right. All right. Which plant? The plant? Yeah. Well, man, I mean, there's two answers here. If you're, if you're from the rest of Canada, it's, it's, it's like a maple tree because it's the maple leaf. If you're mm -hmm. from Vancouver or British Columbia, it's, it's probably uh, a marijuana plant. <laughs> All right, we're going to go one more. What year did Canada become a country? Oh, is it 1861 or 1908? Uh, you were close. 1867. Oh, close. Yeah, All right. so there you go. There's your candidate quiz just, for today. I just want to know how you got 36 million people and want to call yourself a nation. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially when like 7 million of them are all in one town. So that leaves like you know I mean? 29 million people to, 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 to cover a territory that's the second largest country on the planet. Actually, actually, Joe, it's even worse than that. 35 million of the 36 million people are along the border. Yeah. And then the rest are like inhabiting that ginormous country. Yeah. It's sparse. Where I'm from. Yeah, I think you should just uh, blow up the rest of it. <laughs> Byron, we, need all, you know, we need all that wilderness, man. The animals got to live somewhere. Byron, do you know, I put up a post today about famous Canadians. Do you know that even the rock is half Canadian? Are you aware of this fact? Half Canadian does not make him Canadian. It just makes him so half is, Canadian. So is so is right. Robin Thicke, one of the greatest R and B singers of all time. Ah man, yeah, I, you know Justin Bieber. Know, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give you a tutorial on R and B music because I looked at your your little playlist, man. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I give you some props on some people. You did say LSG might have been the the, the greatest supergroup ever. Of, of R and B bands, yes. Name one. Name one better. You know, but <laughs> if you're talking about individuals coming together, yes. But I would still take someone like Earth, Wind, and Fire over them. The Gap Band, the OJ's. How are you going to name all these people without naming New Edition? Um, it's quite easy. I mean, New Edition was they were a good boy band. They were, you know, they were a good boy band. <laughs> What about what about what about the later new edition with Johnny Gill and Ralph Trasvent? If you ask me, which one would I prefer, the Bobby the Bobby Brown new edition or the Johnny Gill new edition? <laughs> man, I gotta go with the Bobby Brown new edition. Man, I'm old school. Hey Byron, when we're I'm gonna make a playlist for you. When we come to the gym, we're gonna listen to Cool It Now, Mr. Telephone Man. Uh, we're gonna got have some good, got some good, good music. Let's do it. I need to make a trip there real soon. <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> Half people don't even know what we're talking about right now, man. <laughs> All right, you guys. So I, I have a couple things I want to talk about. The first thing I want to talk about is these fucking insane humans that went on their front lawn with guns in St. Louis. What the hell's going on here, Joe? I, I, mm, 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw that. I, I can't, I let's move on. <laughs> I'm just stunned. I'm just stunned. And, and then to find out like they're lawyers. Yep. Like, Oh, what the hell? Like guys, like you look like such tools out there. You don't so look they, cool. There was an interview last night with them and Chris Cuomo and they're mortified that they have become the faces of the white resistance to black lives matter in the United States and their lives are ruined. Oh, that Carol Baskins looking chick out there flopping her little gun around, like just ready to shoot finger on the trigger and everything. Just waiting for an accident to help. Not not the poster children for, you know, uh, uh, responsible gun ownership or hell, even gun safety. Ice Ice Cube posted yesterday a picture of them, of them with a logo that said straight out of Applebee's. I was <laughs> <laughs> it looks like maybe, like the symbol of an album cover with like the straight out of Compton sign. I was dying. <laughs> that is hilarious. Straight out of Applebee's. No, and then and then and then Byron, I always call him your guy because you wear a well, you don't have your red hat on today. See, but, Byron, you're learning. I'm proud of you. So he <laughs> he tweeted uh, there were some people that were driving by Black Lives Matter protests and were yelling "White Power" and all kinds of other racial stuff, and the president retweeted it, put his phone down, played golf for three hours, and the white. Okay, host- let's let, let's go deeper. His staffers saw that immediately, immediately. They were like, holy crap, we've got to get this down. They could not reach him. So that tells us two things. One, he is out of touch. He is unreachable. The leader of the free world cannot be bothered. Like that's a freaking problem. And then in addition to that, his staff doesn't have access to his Twitter. So they can't go in there and just take it down for him. Nope. And it stayed up for three hours and just sat there where people had a field day. And then when, when he gets questioned about that, his excuse was something like, I didn't watch the whole video. I had no idea. I just wanted to retweet it. Tell y'all, the guy don't want the job, man. Yeah. He doesn't care. The guy does not care. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, like it or not, he's the man who's in the office. He's a joke, but like, he's uh, funny. I get a, I get a kick out of it. I get a kick out of this guy, man. Just, like, you know, honestly, oh. just when I think we've got nothing left to talk about, it's just a constant train of entertainment. It actually makes me wonder what, what at, at this point next year, if he doesn't win, what's life going to be like when it's normal every day? Oh, <laughs> you're, oh man. You're right. I didn't think about that. Like, we're not going to have anything to talk about. Well, like I take that back. We will. Because if Biden wins, I promise you, there will be something to talk about. But guys, he's, he's, he's as much of a comedian as uh, the current guy. Well, I, I will tell you this right now. There's actually a website called TrumpGolfCount.com, which counts the number of times that the president has been out golfing. So he's currently on visit number 257. Since he's been in office. Uh-huh. Okay. 257 times that he's taken off to go golfing. Even now. 
Now he used to <laughs> he used to ridicule Obama for golfing. How many times did uh, Obama golf during? Oh, his that's. I'm gonna. I want to know this. I'm googling now. Man, let's see. Trump has played 2.6 times more golf than Obama in his first two years. All right. He has cost the taxpayer an estimated 74 million more than Obama just for golf. That's just in the first two years. Holy shit. Trump change. (laughs) (laughs) Trump change, man. Trump dropped that out of his wallet. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So between, there you go. Between this and I heard last week, the government spent $1.3 billion on stimulus checks to dead people. Yeah, just I want to know where their money went. Just in case you want to know. Well, man, if I got one for one of my relatives, I'd cash that shit. Yeah. I'd be forging the signature and cashing that right in. In a heartbeat. And I would, I would, that, that is like a, I would buy a painting. I would buy like diamonds and put them in a safe, something that they can't track. Don't keep that in your checking account. Cash in the mattress. Yup. Yup. You know how it is. Guys with sports, Hmm. is the NBA going to resume? They set their schedule. They put it out. There's been some players test positive. There's been other players say they're not going down. Mm-hmm. That's why I think gonna- it's, yeah, my guess is, yeah, because there's money to be made, but it ain't like a lot of folks just ain't going to play. I mean, it's the same uh, MLB is the same way right now. My guess is the NFL is going to be the same way. There's going to be some guys that come out and say, you know what? I ain't playing. Not like this. Is it, is it a bad look that Adam Silver, the commissioner says that he's going to come and go from the bubble? Yeah. You know, if, if he doesn't feel like it's safe out there, why is he putting the players out there? Yeah. To do that. You know, and then, unfortunately, we know what this is about. It's a money grab. Um, I'll go back to, to the initial quarantine, man, when you got all of these big billion-dollar corporations um, who wanted to make sure that their employees went back to work. And at the bottom line, you realize it's not them who makes the money. It's us who makes the money for them. And they need us. So, so without us, they... They can't keep going. So I basically would say, you know, kiss my ass. Hey, Byron, on on, on that note, because there's a hint of social activism there, they're going to be painting Black Lives Matter all over the court. And the NBA is allowing players to have personalized messages on the back of their jersey. So here's here's what I'm wondering. Is the NBA going to have to do some type of censorship on this? Like, because, I mean, they're opening up a can of worms here, Joe, that I don't know if they're prepared to deal with the fallout of it. Yeah, well, I don't I don't know. It, it's hard to say how how the fans are going to respond. I mean, it might be the case that nobody really cares that much. Maybe they're happy Maybe, to see that. I don't but, know. But let's let's think big picture here. You're allowed to put whatever message you want on the back of your jersey. Mm-hmm. So maybe you put Black Lives Matter. Maybe you put equality. What if you put fuck 12? <laughs> First of all, <laughs> Byron. Okay. Yeah, I'm listening to God. I mean, what if somebody puts oh, that? Boy. I'm not even joking. 
J.A. Morant, he retweeted a thing the other day because the fans had put fuck 12 on your jersey and he retweeted it and said something like, I think that's a good idea. And he took some heat for it. But what if he puts that? What if one of the NBA's biggest partners is China? What if players start putting stuff about Hong Kong, about China? Like, I don't know if the NBA understands or do you think they understand the, the levels that this could hit when you give people just blanket ability to put whatever they want on their jersey? I'm sure there will be some, some, uh, some rules put into place on what they can and can't put. But, uh, what, what, about, what, about, what, about, what about what kind of rules are you going to put in? What if J.R. Smith wants to put Save Henny on the back of his jersey? No, you can't do that. Bottom line. There's just certain things that we will allow, certain things we won't. That's one of them. So you, you don't think, though, that creates a problem? The NBA is now going to try to decide what social issues are relevant and which ones are? Come on. Save Henny is not a social issue. The alcoholic is <laughs> okay. talking about Save Okay, Henny. but what about, what about the China <laughs> thing? You know the NBA doesn't want to piss off China. Right. You're right. And, uh, I mean, I mean let's, let's be serious. I love LeBron James. And I think he stands for a lot of good and he does a lot of good work. But he said on TV that we should keep our nose out of China. It's none of our business because he likes that shoe money. You know, uh, LeBron is intelligent. He would not do that. You know what I mean? So the, the issues have to be relevant to like, Something major. I would be for the Hong Kong thing and, and the people in China, but it's a business move. It's like if, if you own the corporation, you don't want your employees to do something that can hurt your business. So at the end of the day, um, if you're sponsored, if someone's giving you business money, you have to be aware of what you put down. So, it, but in that way, are you not then condoning what's happening in China? That it's oh, okay? Good. Yeah, you are. But you, you, you're doing it anyway. You're still doing it. Because Daryl Morey, let me remind you, Houston Rockets, Daryl Morey got in trouble for speaking out about what was going on in Hong Kong. Yeah. And that's when LeBron said, well, we don't really know what's going on over there. And I remember he took a lot of heat for it because everyone was you like, know, no, you're intelligent. You know exactly what's going on over there. You just happen to, your shoe money's tied up in this. Yeah. I just so think, um, You got to have reason to be talking about certain things. I don't think many of the uh, the, the international issues, so to speak, are aware of what's happening right now uh, in this country. And I think you'll find that the focus of, of these guys' attention will be on what's happening right now. And so I, you you think yeah. you think that the social statements the NBA is going to say this is restricted to what's going on in this country right now? I, you know what? I I, they I, I'm going to say no because I think this stuff actually sells in China. China likes to see this stuff. They like to see kooky Americans doing crazy American stuff. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like it, as long as it's not, and this is really important. As long as it's not saying anything against China, they're like, yeah, look at all these, look at, look at how weak America is. Look at, look at how undisciplined these guys, like they're, they'll eat that up. I don't think the NBA has got anything to fear from China right now by, by allowing this to happen. As long as they're not putting anything anti-Chinese on their jerseys, they should be fine. They say whatever they want. Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, if China doesn't like what they see, they just won't air it. It's like, it doesn't exist. It'll just disappear. Fair enough. I mean, 
you can make that same argument, but it, but what Daryl Morris said got back to him. Yeah, you know, get out there. So they might be able to like close it off in China, mm-hmm. but they're not worried about the people in China. They're worried about the people outside of China, and and the image that they take. You know, and people who choose to do business with them who, who don't. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. Now, now focusing a little bit more on Black Lives Matter, Byron, your your point of view here uh, is, is going to be important. The NBA is about 85% black. Okay. If somebody, whether they're black or white, and they're an NBA player, doesn't want to put a social message on their jersey, doesn't kneel for the national anthem, is that going to cause disruption in the locker room? Is it going to be an issue? Is it going to be something we're talking about every day? I mean, it's an, it's an interesting thing, Joe, where, you know, you could take this to football too. What if everybody on the Green Bay Packers kneels except for two guys? Mm-hmm. Well, I think there will be, I mean, there's going to be peer pressure about that kind of stuff, no matter what. But yep. there's, there's this this whole idea that like white silence is violence, which I kind of have a hard time wrapping my mind around because you're, you're kind of put in this position where you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if you try to say something, like if you try to kneel, people say like, well, it's insincere. He's just doing it because everybody else is doing it. You know what I mean? Like if you're not, if you're not able to voice yourself well enough or, or eloquently enough, uh, people are going to tear you apart for trying. And then if you don't try, you just, you look terrible by, yeah, by I mean, default. I'm- I'm really interested. Like I tell you guys right now, I would kneel, but I'm interested to see what happens. Like you saw the heat Drew Brees took. What happens? Here's here's where I'm at. Like if it's you, me and Byron all standing in a line and the national anthem comes on and Byron grabs my hand and says, kneel with me. Guess what? I'm going to kneel with Byron. You know what I mean? If I'm standing there alone, I I don't know. I, I, I don't think that's necessarily something that I have to speak to. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm, I, I feel it's like if you're friends with the guys in a locker room and you feel their pain, then yeah, I mean, of course you would. That's like the human thing to do. I'm just interested to see what happens here from a media standpoint, who gets jumped on, who doesn't, where this goes. You know, you got well, any. I, I don't know if it would be, and I, don't, I don't know if it'll be an issue as big as you say. Uh, I've been in a locker room, like I said, you oh, shit. I, I work with people right now. My grand, it's not, it's not, you know, the NBA or the NFL. But um, I think these guys are professional enough to, to compartmentalize things. Um, I got people in this gym who don't agree with me. But at the end of the day, this is a business. And we're, we're out here trying to, trying to produce a product, uh, win a game, whatever it may be. We're all in the, that's the common ground that we all stand on at the end of the day. Now, once we leave there, I know where you stand. And I let you stand there, and I'll stand over here. Right? As long as what you're doing is not stopping me from uh, moving forward or is not keeping my people oppressed, then go right ahead. You can speak what you want. But the moment that you, or whatever it is you say or do, is uh, trying, to, trying to, you know, take my people and move them backwards, then we have issues. And I don't think just not kneeling is not, is not a you know a reason to uh, to be a big issue. You know you don't want to nail fine, right? But don't sit here and tell me that what I'm doing is wrong. Okay. So next question: Do you think we're going to see a bunch of companies really drop the ball here? 
because there's been this war brewing for a while. And we know your president's going to go crazy, Byron. The first time he, people are kneeling in the NFL or the NBA, his Twitter is going to explode. We know that. But are, are some companies going to leave the NFL, like from a sponsorship standpoint? Are they going to leave the NBA? I, you know what? I think it's going to be it's going to be like CEOs that leave companies, because when, when you take a, take Chick Fil A, all right, we we kind of know where their CEO stands on a lot of things. At a certain point, the rest of the company is going to be like, you know, we're done with this because we can't sell sandwiches to like just white supremacists. You know what I mean? Like we can't sell sandwiches to such a small segment of the population. You got to stop talking to you're a chicken sandwich. You're not a, a political venue, and they're just going to boot the guy, and then there's no more no more conflict of interest. You know what I mean? So I, I think a company that wants to take a stand like that is just slitting their own throat. And so they're, yeah. they're going to, they're going to go like Lululemon. They're just going to cut that head off, put somebody else in there and keep them the hell off Twitter. It just seems to be about the, the from, best thing to from, do. From everything I've seen on Twitter, from everything, there's a lot of people who cannot keep their mouth shut. They can't help themselves. Like they are just, melting down the, my favorite thing to do is every morning I wake up, I go to the google.com and I search new Karen videos. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no shortage of them lately. Oh. <laughs> like people melting down, Joe and Byron just going and <laughs> everyone knows right now what's happening. Like you're on camera, your work gets contacted, people blow up your social media, you get retweeted constantly. One of my favorite singers, Trey Songs, every day is just posting people who have said racist stuff online, just going after them. And I love it. Michael Rappaport does it all the time too. You gotta know. You gotta know by now, and people still can't stop themselves. Like their fat little fingers need to go on their phone <laughs> and write some shit on their Twitter because they can't help it. Yeah. Yo, those people in St. Louis, let's circle back to that. They are both attorneys. You would think they're smarter than that. Nope. Nope. You know, and they, and like you said, cameras are on. And, and that's a, a common theme in a lot of these Karen videos is they acknowledge that they're being filmed. They acknowledge that they're being filmed. Like, get that camera out of my Are you recording this? You're recording this. Let me show you something. And then it gets worse. And then they drop the N-bomb a million times or start yelling yeah. white power and start saying they're going to teach their kids hate. <laughs> like, what? <sighs> oh, my God. And then there was that woman. Have you guys seen that school board thing? They had a school board meeting mm-hmm. about all kinds of important stuff about COVID, about Black Lives Matter, about like pensions. And a woman was online shopping the entire time, Joe. Just wow. yep. not paying attention. So they confronted her about it. And she said, oh, no, 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 no. It was just a pop up. So somebody requisitioned her history and it was, oh no, she was online shopping for the whole three hour meeting. (sighs) And now just ruined on the internet. As she should be. As she should be. Her her behavior is unnecessary. And 
you know, that, that's if I'm a parent and you're out there doing that foolishness, and the people and the and the and the, the majority of the people in that area are black, and you're a white woman on there, and then you're not listening to the complaints of the people of the community, like your online shopping, that will put you on blast. And that was an amazing speech that gentleman gave as well. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm looking at this right now because, you know, God bless the internet. I got this picture up in front of me and holy cow, it's pretty obvious. But they were talking about changing the name of the school because it was like Robert E. Lee, who is a, you right. know, obviously an important Southern figure. Uh, so during that, like during that conversation, you're like, fuck, I'm going to, I'm going to shop. I'm going to look for a new top. <laughs> like, this, like, hello. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's an issue. That's a serious issue. I mean, thinking about it, that would piss me off. I'm, I'm getting pissed off right now thinking about it. I'm getting pissed off. And I mean, it's like people on the school board, they, they take the role because there's, there's a certain level of, Oh, I don't know. What do you, what do you want to call it? They're, they're a little hoity-toity. They're high on themselves. I'm a member of the school board. I'm a big, important person. But like, take your job seriously. Like, do your shopping, you know, after the meeting or in your downtime. Like, that, like, do you just not even care about your office? That's the problem. You know, th- those are the people who are yep. supposed to be the leaders. And it's like, and during this moment, of all times to be so disconnected and so unplugged from that conversation. It, it, it's either a, a complete disinterest in the pain of a lot of people or absolute callousness or blatant racism. Like take your pick. No three of those options are good. So I'm going to add stupidity in there to lie about it and say it was a pop-up. And you've got to be completely <laughs> that's, aware. That's, that's a defense mechanism. <laughs> Search your damn history. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Incognito. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, did she not even know that you need to click on private browsing so someone can't? Hey, hey, oh, hey, don't like, tell on yourself, buddy. Like, Joe, I'll tell you. <laughs> in, when I was working for the police in 2006 and we had the internet, like, in the station... You knew that anything you searched was recorded and logged. Yeah. Yeah. But like if you're gonna if you're gonna do some clothes shopping or look at some porn or Google some <laughs> shit that you should not be Googling, okay. do not fucking do that shit from a public computer. Yeah, it's all yeah. trackable. It's you all know? Tra- and I'll be honest with you, even stuff that's in incognito. Believe me, the, the FBI knows how to find that information anyway. Like, you can't yeah, hide it. It is there. Like, you are busted. This reminds me, Byron, one of my favorite moments in news was when a couple of years ago, there's this website called Ashley Madison. Oh, and yeah. it's where people, married people go to meet other married people so they can have affairs. Think like Tinder for married people. And they got hacked. Wow. And someone released an entire email list of their membership base to the public. Can you imagine trying to explain that story, Joe? Like if Megan confronts you and she's like, have you ever used the email joe at joesabula.com? And you're like, um, 
you know, no, I've never heard of it. Who's, <laughs> who's, who's oh, that's a, that's a weird coincidence. Huh? <laughs> yeah, like what? Wow. Can you imagine trying to explain that to your significant other, how your email, like, do you that, know how many Joseph Hulu? There's like, <laughs> there's like, get out of it. there's, there's two. I've looked it up. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and the other that, one, but, I will tell you this. The other one I know of is a Catholic priest. Yeah. <laughs> have any idea? <laughs> that narrows it down quick. Yep. So Joe, I mean, like it's, it's, you, I mean, you could go with the excuse. Do you know how many Joe's bullies there are? I mean, you might, I would suggest that you go with the excuse. I was doing research for the podcast. <laughs> Well, I let Bobby borrow my, my email for something. You know, <laughs> I don't really... back yeah, I blame I blame everything on Byron. Byron made me do it. I'm, I'm single, so I'll take it. <laughs> really? Yeah, Safe. Just put it all on me. I don't I don't go home. I don't have a wife to go home, so I'll be y'all's bad guys. If I will. If, if Lisa ever starts yelling at me, saying, "Why the hell did you Google?" I don't know. <laughs> then I should not be googling. Byron, I'm say, Byron, Byron had me do it for him. Byron, Byron, Byron asked me. Byron said, "Look this up." And then what's she gonna say then? <laughs> she pulls up my my search history and says, "Why have you been googling nude pictures of Rihanna?" I don't know. Byron asked me to do it. <laughs> I, you know, just just say I shot you the link and you clicked on it, and next thing you know, it was on your browser. I'm, I'm a victim. Byron, you'd never be allowed to, to stay at my house again. I gotta, I gotta find some. Oh, can, I, can I throw? Can I? Can you volunteer court or Matt to get thrown? I'm imagining this scenario now, where like your whole crew comes to Salt Lake City for like I don't know a seminar or something, and Lisa is over in the corner just side eyeing CJ. <laughs> why? Why you let him in here? Too funny, you guys. Wow, what are you guys doing for the fourth? The fourth is Saturday. You guys have any plans? No, not really. I think there was uh there's been a shortage of fireworks. So we'll see how that pans out. Apparently they've been selling off. fireworks. Like apparently firework sales are like through the roof. Oh. Like places are running out. Yeah. I well, and I don't know if it's there there's been a whole thing about this on the news about uh just like this has been the number one year in firework sales pretty much ever. Oh, wow. So we don't even, we don't even have any, we I wasn't planning on setting any off any of the events around here pretty much got canceled. So, yeah. and I should look, I, I'm guessing they're probably still going to do something. Cause they usually, uh, we live on the St. Croix river. So I don't know if you remember being downtown Stillwater, you got the river and then the, the bluffs of Wisconsin are on the other side of the river. Yep. And they usually will shoot the fireworks off the bluffs, like towards downtown Stillwater. So they explode right over the river and it's amazing. It's intense. Um, but I haven't heard if there, if there's any plans to do any, any yeah, of that. I don't, sure. I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. One day we're all shutting down. The next, nobody wants to shut down. Yeah. Know? Can't have gatherings. I, uh, <laughs> I'm going to be quiet on this conversation. Cause there's a okay. funny meme on the 4th of July. They said, there's a picture of Jamie Foxx, and I'll send it to you guys. And he has this like comical look on his face that says, "When Texas shuts down just before Fourth of July, but you've already celebrated Juneteenth." <laughs> 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 
<laughs> As a black man in this country, I found that hilarious. Quite simple, simply because, you know, for black people, we say Juneteenth is our independent day because for the 4th of July, we weren't independent, we weren't free. So no. when people say, what are you doing for the 4th? We sit back and say, the 4th of what? What is the 4th? And they say it's Independence Day. And we say, for who? <laughs> Right. So Byron, Byron, you you are then you're a little bit more likely to celebrate July first than the fourth. Then it's your anniversary of the gym, yeah. uh, your your hero in life, your life mentor, <laughs> your, your shining inspiration in your darkest moments. Bobby Maximus is Canadian. Oh, like, I, th- I thought you were talking about the Rock again. I mean, <laughs> 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 Drake. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, about. there you go. Drake. Drake. <laughs> Mr. Houston himself. That'd be Justin Bieber. No, uh, no, negative. Byron, his new album is just I wanna hear. Is what? <laughs> it's good. I mean, well, I'm what? actually gonna send you when we get off this, I'm gonna send you one of my favorite oh. songs. It's called it's called Maria Let's Get Drunk by by Justin hey. Bieber and your guy. Hey, listen, I actually like that song. Travis Scott and Justin Bieber. Yeah, it's a great I actually like that song. I want you. Call your friends and get drunk. Call your friends. Call your friends yeah, and get drunk. Yeah, I want you to listen to that in the gym in <laughs> honor of our relationship. It's where Canada and Houston come together. Hey, now I'm good. Or <laughs> playlist, Or you can play another one called "Put It Down" by Bun B and Drake. Uh-huh, I know that song too. <laughs> Do you like it? Oh, very well. But Bumby is Bumby is you know a local boy. <laughs> Do you like that song? Or you listen to the setup? Okay, we move on to the next question. <laughs> 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 setup. I know. I know. I know what you're waiting on. No, I, that's, I despise that track. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just wanted to uh, I'm gonna actually see if I can find something for you, Byron, before we go. Houston, Canada, music team ups. Oh boy. Google can be a wonderful place. Unfortunately, it can be, and it can also be the death of me. Because you know <laughs> it solves everybody's problems. Well, I read on Google that you're supposed to do this type of exercise like this. I would Google your whole workout then, man. Yeah, what do you need me for? Google away. What the hell? This can't be true. Oh, talk to me. Yeah, you found something you didn't like. Uh, no. It, I'm just going to read something. Though originally from Toronto and Canada, Drake now lives in Houston. Uh-oh. Yesterday... He posted a picture on Instagram of a proclamation from the local mayor, Anise D. Parker, that decrees the 10th day in June will now forever honor the rapper. Now listen, first of all, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna pause you right there. Anise Parker is no longer the mayor of you. <laughs> okay, okay. She's gone. She's been gone for uh, quite a while. Okay. Uh, and what is the what day of June? Tenth, the tenth day in June. Uh, boy, because you, you went out. If you just said June twenty seventh, I was about to fight Drake. Now, I know okay. June twenty seventh is a holiday in Houston. Y'all don't know? Google it. Okay. He also, she says that he's been a city of Houston ambassador. He pays homage to Houston through his lyrics. He coined the term 
Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, and he shows great kindness to the city of Houston. So there, there is a Drake Day. I ain't never heard of it. I've been here for 44 years. June 10th? No, I've never heard of a Drake Day. We're going to have a Drake Day at your gym. No, we're not. We're cool. I, I, I told you, you can Google this, you guys. If you're listening at home, just just June 10th, Drake, Houston. You'll find it, Byron. I didn't just make I'm this cool. up. You guys have a day. Despite all your hatred, you have a day for Drake in your city. Yeah. <laughs> I think he just muted us. Joe, I think he's, yeah, I was, he's, I was, he's, he's I, taking I calls. You, I was talking, and I didn't want to be disrespectful. <laughs> See? Down south, we have we have etiquette. I don't know what y'all do up there with y'all. What what call are you? Is that important? You need to 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 bail out on a podcast. Martin Lawrence called me. Like the real Martin Lawrence, or like the the, the weird ugly version. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, it's my you quit talking about my cousin, man. Okay. Uh, my cousin called me. So when my cousin was family calls, we asked. All right. You know what I mean? So I just paused it. I had to say no, I'm on the phone. Tell him he needs to come to Salt Lake too. He's always welcome here. <laughs> he might die right now, man. <laughs> he might die right now. He's uh he's been driving those trucks, brother. He ain't you know he's still in decent shape. He ain't fit is what you're saying. I did not say that. Quit quit taking my words and spinning them. See, that's how it starts. I see how Trump feels now. <laughs> All right, you guys, this has been fun. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. I don't know. I don't know if people like this, so they, they find this a complete waste of their time. But I do know <laughs> that I do have a couple of haters on my Instagram that keep making fake accounts to come like after me now. Every day it's happened. I block them. They start up a new account. I'm just flattered that someone out there will not reveal themselves and just keeps going to the trouble to make fake accounts to get me. Joe, Joe, I thought we could, I thought we said we were going to start doing that, man. <laughs> 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 oh. I, I, I stopped on my end. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we got we to keep this guy going. We got to keep him riled up. It's, <laughs> it makes for better, uh, better podcasting. It does. <laughs> he ain't coming. <laughs> uh. All right, you All right, guys. Folks. We'll talk later. <laughs> Peace. Bye bye. <laughs>